Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Hassan Around the Podcast, exclusively available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you haven't hit the subscribe or follow button yet on those apps, do yourself a favor and do me a favor. Do the entire our entire followers a favor. Keep sending us to the moon and hit follow or subscribe. Hassan Around Storytelling Comedy Podcast. You already know the deal. Today I got another story for you. So let's make a deal. Nobody knew I was on a game show. People got it wrong in the poll. It's not the price is right. I was on Let's Make a Deal. I can't believe people got that wrong. That was crazy. And that story was unbelievable. I still watch TV on the TV I won that day. Still do. So moving from Los Angeles, we're going to we're going international. Mr. 305, dale. Before I get into where I go on today's story, uh, I need to tell you where I'm recording today's episode. I'm down in Connecticut. Greatest state in the union, they say questionable but i'm here in connecticut i'm down at my buddy roman's house my travel compadre he let me come down for the night stay over going to see some buddies later it is hot as hell in this house no air conditioning it is africa hot in this house that goes with today's team today's theme and i'll get to that it is africa hot in this house i am laying on the ground recording this episode so if my voice sounds different, I'm laying on the ground because heat rises and I'm trying to stay low. I'm six foot six. I'm trying to stay low. I got box fans pointed at me. I hope you can't hear the whirring in the background. I got three of them pointing at me. Can't feel a thing. They're not even moving air. It's so hot in this house. They're just moving hot air at me. Anyway, Africa hot. The story I'm telling today is about a trip to South Africa. I went down to South Africa, uh, specifically Cape Town, a few years ago with my mom took a trip with my mother. If you've never taken a trip overseas or international with a parent or guardian, uh, you should try it. You should go. You'll learn so much about each other. It's going to help the bond. It's going to help the relationship so much. And it did for my mother and I on this trip. And I can't wait to tell you some of the story about, the, about this trip in just a little bit. So we learned a lot about each other. The reason why we went down or we had the opportunity to go to South Africa was my sister Janet. So I'm one of four children. I'm second in line. Older brother Matthew Janet, my younger sister, just below me, and then the youngest sister, Anne-Marie. So one of four. Janet's the other middle child. We get along pretty well because, you know, we could commiserate about being middle children. If you don't know about being a middle child, that's great. You had a good childhood. Fine. No problem. But Janet and I, uh, we were lucky to be enough at, uh, to get in South Africa together. She invited me down. I said, hey, I'm going to bring mom with me. Is that all right? She goes, great. I'd love to have you guys down there. So she's down. She studied abroad. Holy smokes that I wish I studied abroad. Studying abroad is like, if there's one regret I had in life, it was that I didn't study abroad. And I, I try to live with no regrets, I, you know, and I think I'm doing pretty well not living with any. But studying abroad would definitely be one of those. I think about it now, and it's like going from high school to college, they say you go from being a big fish in a small pond, right? Going from on campus in college or a commuter, whatever you were, to studying abroad you're being taken as a minnow or a tadpole from your backyard and being thrown in the Atlantic Ocean. That's what that is. You are literally going to a foreign country. It's unbelievable. The thought of that is, well, never mind going to South Africa where this tadpole or minnow is now surrounded by great white sharks. Holy heck. Holy heck. So... What a decision Janet made to go down to South Africa. I was so happy. Obviously thrilled to go down. She st went to a, uh, a school, Stellenbosch University. Stellenbosch is wine country, 40 minutes north of Cape Town, South Africa. So think Napa to San Francisco is Stellenbosch to, to Cape Town. 
wonderful wine, and, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. But my mother and I had to get down there, right? And before I talk about getting down there, I need to mention my mother, Anne Haas, whom I love dearly. She's Italian through and through. If you don't know her, I had to describe her to, to my listeners here. She's Italian through and through. She's generous. She's caring. She's loving. Always volunteering her time. She would give the shirt off her back to anybody. She's an amazing and remarkable woman. Something else about her you must know is she's very direct. She doesn't beat around the bush. Uh, that's probably where I get that from, is from her. That definitely is where I get that from. There's no doubt about it. She has no filter, and she speaks her mind. She's very direct. To go along with that, my mother can also talk your ear off. Think an auctioneer. One dollar here, one dollar here, two dollar here, two dollar here, now three dollar here, now three dollar here, four dollar here, now here, four dollar here. Andrew, what do you think about that? Where are we going today? What are you doing? How are you feeling? How are you doing? What are you doing? That's my mother. Talk your ear off. She could talk your ear off. This, I just knew when we, we, were, we went down for 10 days, I knew ahead of time. I was like, these South African people are in for a real American treasure in Anne Haas. They really are. And I am escorting her down to the country of South Africa. So how did we get down? And we flew, right? Your arms must have hurt after flying. <laughs> that far. Now, we flew Emirates through Dubai. Boston to Dubai, 10 hours. A couple hour layover, then nine hours from, uh, from Dubai down to Cape Town. So think about that on a plane. That was the longest plane trip. The, the way home was the longest plane trip because we had a, a headwind. But over 20 hours flying each way just to go see Janet. You're welcome, Janet. Just to go see Janet in South Africa and get to experience it. So on our flights... My mother, as I said, could talk to you. She's an auctioneer. She could talk your ear off. She talked the entire flights, all the way down there. I, I, I literally, for, for 10 hours, think of somebody like trying to put their headphone back in and not being able to do so. That was me. And my mother, we're sitting in the emergency exit rows. Thank the Lord for being 6'6 six, six and you know, you know, work, working with the system here and talking to the Emirates ladies at the counter and giving them some Toblerone chocolates. If you don't know about that, we could talk later. To get those emergency exit rows, it was phenomenal. We were, we were spoiled, all four flights. So to Dubai, to Cape Town, and, and back, I was in emergency exit rows. So my mom and I are sitting in this row, empty seat between us, lovely. She is elected to sit in the middle seat, though, next to me in the aisle. She didn't want to take the space. She said, I'm going to sit next to you. So okay, fine. What? She's wearing a headband around her head. My mother, uh, I've never flown with her before. I think this is my first, oh, actually I have, but I just don't remember it. This is my first time f uh, flying with her and really remembering it. She wore a headband over her head, and then tucked into the headband was a bandana, which she hung down over her face. So my mother is wearing what's looking like a veil or a shield over her face, can't see forward, and she is still talking to me the entire flight with this bandana over her face. It's something I, I I can't make this up. She's talking to me. She's crocheting, not even looking at the crocheting. She's talking to me. And I think she knew something, right? Because now we got to wear all these face masks and coverings on planes. She must have knew something. She was like, Andrew, planes are disgusting. Can't be on them. Disgusting. 20 hours on a plane, and you think I'm not going to put something on my face? you got to be kidding me. So here we are. we got the stuff on her face. She's got the stuff on her face. I'm sitting there like a dummy trying to put my headphones in, listening to her the entire time. But we made it to South Africa. We walk out of the airport, go get the rental car. They didn't realize it was going to be opposite sides of the roads, opposite side of the car. So I'm driving the entire way. My mother's like, I, I can't trust her to do that. You know, I'm going to say, hey, mom, I'll take one for the team. I'll drive each, uh, wherever we go. Well, we leave the, uh, the airport parking lot. Almost got hit head on because I didn't know what side of the road to be on. So that was that. That was that. 
So we drive into Stellenbosch, 40 minutes, like I said, from the airport and from Cape Town. We drive to Stellenbosch, beautiful ride. We finally figure out we're on the what side of the road we need to be on. You know, we got some some South African music playing. And we go to our Airbnb, which is in downtown Stellenbosch. Stellenbosch is very European. It's almost like it felt like we were in a little Europe. And it's a college town. Stellenbosch University, 30,000 students. What? Never even heard of this place. It's got a university of 30,000 students sitting in the middle of it. So it was a college town. It was so cool. And our Airbnb was, Airbnb was right downtown. Here's what I'll say about Airbnbs in foreign lands or countries. Be very careful. They can be deceiving. And this one was. Now, the woman was very nice. She, she helped us in, whatever. We get in there. There's one bedroom. One bedroom with a queen-size bed and then a futon at the foot of the bed. What? So now my mother and I, 10 days in Cape Town, or Stellenbosch, are sleeping in the same room. I slept on the futon at the foot of the bed. She slept in the, in the queen-size bed. And, you know, we're taking a, another, we're walking around the house, the apartment, we're, we're taking a tour. Beautiful location. We're downtown. You can walk anywhere. We go to the bathroom. There's no shower head. There is no, let me repeat that. There is no shower head in the bathroom. It's just a bathtub. Well, rub-a-dub-dub, your boy Haas in a tub. I was six, all six foot six of me hanging out of this bathtub for 10 days that trip. My mother, Angel, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't, can't be in the tub. Can't be in the tub. My mother, every time she went to, needed to go in a shower, which was every day, she went to my sister's dorm room. So here's my mother walking in with her shower bag into my sister's dorm room going to take a shower. I can't do the tub. Can't do the baths. I can't do baths. I was like, so here I am in the bathtub every day. I hadn't taken baths since I was an infant. I don't remember taking a bath ever. And now I had to take them every day. Hanging out. I looked like Jaws in this, in this, in this small body. Of, it was something I wish not to, to do again. That's for sure. So check for shower heads. Make sure that there's multiple rooms where they say two beds. That doesn't mean two bedroom. You get it. You get it. So we're in the heart of Stellenbosch, as I said. Um, my sister is a college student. I wanted to take her out one night, so we go out one night with her and her friends. In South Africa, the American dollar goes a long way. Long, long way. Like I'm saying, one American dollar was worth, I think, 15 to 20 rand, which is the South African currency at the time that we went. So I bought a round of eight tequila shots at this bar for my sister and her friends. It was... 10 U.S. dollars. Here I am. Here's Daddy Warbucks. I'm starting. I'm, I'm throwing bills. I'm throwing bills at tequila shots as we, as we enjoy our night out. My mother, if she recollects the story, Andrew, Jan, too much drinking. They did too much drinking on the trip. Too much drinking on the trip. And then, you know, what Andrew would do, because we only had one key to the apartment in the Airbnb, he would lock me into the apartment, lock me into the apartment for the night, and then he'd go out drinking with his sister. And then they come back. Unlock the apartment, wake me up on his way in. So that was our experience together, my mom and I, in the nightlife of Stellenbosch. She came out for dinner a few nights. You know, she, we, we made sure, like, every time we'd, we'd invite her out, invite her out. She's not a drinker. That's okay. She hates drinking. Hates drinking. I'm not, you know, and I'm making it sound like I'm an alcoholic. In Stellenbosch, maybe I was. I don't know. I don't know. You're out there having a good time with college friends, college kids, my sister. So we did do a lot of things. Like I said, my mother hates drinkage. We did do a lot of things that she does like to do. We did hiking. We went up. We hiked Mount Stellenbosch. We hiked Lion's Head. We went up the cable car to Table Mountain. 
we toured downtown. We went to a beach on the coast. Uh, we went to a chocolate and wine tasting in famous Stellenbosch. We went to a lion sanctuary. We did a lot of really cool things. But the coolest thing that my mother and I did, at, did together was my sister was in school still. So during the week and during the days where she, where she had class, my mom and I had to do th like we had to, we had to find things to make us busy, right? We had to go do things to do our own sightseeing. So that's why we had the rental car. And I drove us one afternoon or one morning, excuse me, about two hours inland from Stellenbosch in Cape Town uh, to a private game reserve. So we wanted to go on a safari, an African safari, right? We show up at this African safari. Looks pretty legit, right? And again, two-hour ride to get here is the closest one to, um, to Cape Town. Now, if I go again, I'll go to Kruger National Park. I'll do it right, you know? I mean, this was, this was, it was a small private game reserve. So we're looking online. They got elephants, lions. There's Cape buffalo. There's zebras. There's all the. There's the almost all the big five are in this private game reserve. There's rhino. And we get there, and we find out. Oh, we, it's like a hundred square acres. It's not. It's like it's big, but it's like not a national park big. You know. So the game drivers knew where the animals were. We're driving around. They're telling us stories about the animals. The elephants, because they're, they would, you know, go next door into the neighbor's properties, they actually bring them in at night. Like, it was, a very, it was a different game drive experience or safari experience than I thought I was getting. Nonetheless, we had a wonderful time. We learned a lot about the animals. We took a picture in front of the lion with, in, in our game vehicle. My mom, it, lovely, lovely. The story that my mother will tell and has told every person that she knows that we that when we went to South Africa was about the rhinos. So the rhinos, as you know, or may or may not know, very endangered species. Um, they are, you know, often poached for their the ivory on their horns. So they were telling us a story. Neither of the rhinos that we saw, and they named them. We're not supposed to name them. Not We're not supposed to name them, as my mother says. We're not supposed to name, but we named them. I think it was like Lily and and Harriet, or something like that. Those are the two names of, of the or Harriet and Norman, or something like that. I think Harriet and Norman. It was a male and a female. They didn't have horns. They didn't have the tusk on the front of their, or the horns on the front of their uh, snout. So my mother, of course, why don't they have the horns in the nose? What's going on? So the game driver, the game vehicle operator, turns around. He says, I'm going to tell you the story about what happened. So... One day there was, uh, so poachers obviously can come to these game reserves. There's no problem with that. But these folks were smart enough or, you know, clever enough to set a fire up on the mountain next to the game reserve, which caught the, uh, which distracted the game, st the staff at this place. Uh, it sent all these, all the attention up to here. And in the middle of the night while this was happening, these poachers took the horns off of these rhino. They, they shot them with a blow dart, numb like uh put them to sleep, and then literally took these horns off their noses. And my mother's devastated, devastated. She's, we're hearing this story. She's going, oh, my gosh, the horns are off the nose. Oh, my God, oh, my gosh. So they tell us, you know, and now we're looking at their noses, and the game drive operator goes, as you can see, Harriet's nose is healing over nicely, you know, because we spray antiseptic on the nose. On uh, Norman's, though, his had a huge open wound, huge open wound. And what my mother took away from this is she'll come home, she'll tell the story. And in fact, she told our entire South Africa trip to my friend Mikey, who drove, she drove Mikey to work, I guess, when we got back. It was a five-minute ride. She told the entire trip as she talks a mile a minute in that entire car ride, in that entire car ride. And so the story goes, well, we learned about Harriet, uh, Harriet and Norman. We're not supposed to name him. We're not supposed to name him, but we did. But we did.
And, you know, we heard about the poachers. The poachers, they took the horns. The horns while the fire was in the mountains. The fire was in the mountains. So they spray antiseptic on the nose. On the nose. On Harriet, this antiseptic would take. It take. It would heal very nicely. On Norman, did not take. Did not take. And now, flies. Flies all over the nose. 50 flies. 50 flies all over his nose. 50 flies all over his nose. And this, sto this story has just become a legend now because any person that asks my mother, and my mother, if she listens to this podcast or not, I'm not sure. I really couldn't tell you if she does or not, but I love her dearly, like I said. She will recite this story the same way that she recited it the, the day we were told it by the game driver. 50 flies. 50 flies as she's patting her nose. And it was awful. Just like it was awful what they did. It was awful what the poachers did. It was awful. Now they got 50 flies. Norman's got 50 flies on his nose. My mother. My mother, Anne Haas. We did a trip of a lifetime. Trip of a lifetime. Like I said, if you haven't taken a, a trip with, your, with a guardian, a mother, father, grandmother, grandfather, you got to go. You got to go. You learn so much about them. My mother and I learned so much about each other that on the way home, uh, on the flights, I decided that, you know, Mom, you know, maybe we, I went up to the counter. I said, hey, you got any emergency exit rows? You know, pass the chocolates over the counter. She says, we have one from Dubai back to Boston. We got one seat, and then there's another seat in the back of the plane. I said, I'll take the one seat. And she says, aren't you traveling with Anne Haas? I see her. I said, yep. Um, I'm going to have her sit in the back if that's okay. And she goes, yeah, no problem. No problem. Gabe printed off the new ticket for me. I go to my mom. I said, Mom, there's only one seat in emergency exit, and, uh, and I took it. You all right with that? She goes, yeah, that's fine. That's okay. That's okay. Fine. Whatever. That's fine. We get back from this trip, and I, you know, I spent 10 days with my mother, right? I, I love her dearly. 10 days in Africa. I mean, with anybody for that long, you're going to be like, okay, enough. You know, we've had a good time together. I'll talk to you in a week. No problem. My mother now, after she recites the 50, fly, 50 flies, Norman, 50 flies on his nose, didn't, antiseptic didn't take, she will tell the story about the flight home and, la and laugh sarcastically at me because I sat by myself. Andrew, he had enough of me. Didn't want to sit with me anymore. He said, Mom, I'll see you when we get back in Boston. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Get back out there. See the world. See Boston. See South Africa. Get out there and travel when you feel safe to do so. Uh, and again... Trips with parents like that are, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the next trip to go on with my mother because we had that much fun. Hossing around the podcast, Spotify, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, you know where to find me. Hey, I'm now doing reels. I'm now doing reels on Instagram. Reels on Instagram. Thank you so much. 1,600 listens on Spotify and Apple Podcasts total. Thanks for being a part of that, and let's keep making the world a funnier place.